Happy James. birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. And I just want it always to be birthday hour. I, I love birthday hour. Where are we? You tell me. Uh, we are under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. <laughs> just kidding. That's stuck in my head. I've been thinking about the Beatles a lot and I don't know why. What do you think about the Beatles? <laughs> First of all, what song is that from? Um, I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. It's like one of the funky off ones that you like find out about when you're like in sixth grade and you're like, oh my God, I found the one about like an acid trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think to me the Beatles are, to me the Beatles just are sixth grade to me because I. Oh, it's literally called Octopus's Garden. (laughs) It was right under our nose. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah sixth grade it was Very cool sixth in sixth grade, grade. it was Why so cool that? everyone had the like beatles everyone had the beatles graphic tees the yellow submarine was like the most popular yeah 100%. why 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 <laughs> i felt like it was driven by the graphic tee craze where it was like everyone wanted oh, to wear yeah. these graphic tees and then had to learn about what what was on them oh my know? god remember that brand junk food of course of course. The fucking, Iconic. the graphic tea brand. What happened to them? Yeah. Junk food Yeah, junk brand. food. Urban Outfitters. They're still doing it. Okay. Still out here. All right. They're waiting. They're waiting for their, for us so to come around to them. Founded in 1998. Uh, for those who don't know junk food, you probably do know. I think everyone knows. I feel like they're so big, but they're just like the number one brand in making like fake vintage t-shirts. That say, yeah. like, like they're sometimes and weathered and they say, like, the Beatles, like, first the tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they had a lot of candy ones. And I remember being, like, oh, I really oh, want to yeah. wear the candy ones. But, like, it might be a commentary on, like, my chubbiness. But, like, if that is what I resonate with is the candy ones. <laughs> like, it was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the candy ones were cute. Like, because candy is cute when you're, you know. But, yeah, you don't want to, like, call attention so to cute. food, right, at the same time. Yeah. all the band ones. Right. I had, I remember I had one, it wasn't even a junk food shirt. It was from Ross. It was like a yellow submarine shirt. And it just yes, was so boxy. <laughs> you know that mm-hmm. style? I remember like, being like, she hit the lottery with that one. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, usually we come here and it's a freak show. And then I yeah. got <laughs> yellow submarine. <laughs> and then I remember I found a Paul Frank shirt at Ross once. And it was, wow. but it was like, a shitty one but it still was paul frank and it was like i totally remember that it was like black. blue right it was like baby blue no, oh, no it was black pink and black which is like so intense <laughs> and oh it had God. a giraffe and it said living the high life and like i wasn't even tall yes, <laughs> yes i remember that <laughs> it's just like me oh like <laughs> i'll never forget this life. girl this girl in my middle school um she had this whole thing where she would wear like matching Paul Frank shirt and like pants and stuff and mm-hmm. coordinate with her shoes. Like she was so into like the color, the monotone color thing. And, but it was wild. Like she was really doing it. And I remember being like, man, like she has so many outfits because, yeah, <laughs> because she would just show up in these outfits. We both went to, Gabby and I went to different middle schools, but, and I went to like a mm-hmm. way more wealthy like public school and I was like, I wasn't wealthy, obviously, but, like, it was cr- – like, we had Juicy Couture. I was just – Ron Herman was very Yeah, easy. you were, like, I far also, west. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did they bus in kids but, at your school? No, that was the thing. It was it was completely neighborhood. Okay, that's yeah. the difference. See, yeah, I went to schools where they bust in uh, kids from, like, Koreatown and downtown. It's just, like, I had everybody. And then yeah. you guys – it was a public school, like, in that. Like It was completely local. As close as you could get to a suburb yeah. on the west side. Yeah. Probably Santa Monica. Yeah, you really had that. <laughs> it was crazy. Because um, I, had I also found out later too. that, like, a bunch of people were sharing clothing. So I was just, like, how does everyone have the same shirt? Mm. But they were all friends and they were all sharing clothing. And their parents so were, were upholding, like – yeah, they were upholding like the wealthy standard, but they yeah, it was crazy. That was such a when thing. When I figured too, that out, I was like, yeah. there's no rules. There's no rules. If you can borrow your friend's Ron Herman. And I'm sure that's a thing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like circulate it and then everyone gets to be fashionable. 
But all okay. these kids that shared, it's like their parents were friends because they were all like country club friends. So they like grew up together, right? All mm-hmm. those cliques. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of had this like neighborly bond. And then there was yeah. people like they, said they were you like and me actually neighbors coming out of our feral apartments. Right, right, literally. <laughs> Being like, how do I keep up with you guys? <laughs> I know. No. I'll never forget in seventh grade when this kid turned to me in class and he, I don't think he really ever spoke to me. And so I don't know how he got this information, but he turned to me and he goes, I heard you live in West LA. And I'll never forget that. And I was just like, and I lied and I was like, no, I actually live in Brentwood. I live in Brentwood actually. And it was one of the first lies I ever lied. My mom used to say Brentwood adjacent. Which is true, right. but also, like, you yeah. just want to say Brentwood. And then, of course, it had yeah. – It's what's so funny is then by high school, West L.A. had so much street cred that there was no way you could ever make me say Brentwood, <laughs> you know? Right. It was exactly. just, like, West Los. West so Los. funny. Territory. <laughs> it's all about it. All about territory. Uh, there's – Territory is actually such a big part of life. And, like, I see it so much here. I think with men, it's a little more dominant. You know, like obviously the West yeah. LA thing, I probably wouldn't have like clocked it unless some like hot graffiti artist didn't make me want to. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't be like yeah, West LA unless I knew. <laughs> Men are territorial. <laughs> it's it's very. I mean, it makes complete sense because they want to provide the home and they have to stake out the territory. And but we don't have that yeah, because we're just trying more. to find those nuts and berries. We're just trying to have our bliss. Um, I was yeah. thinking that out here. I almost made a TikTok that was like, it's so fun being a girl in a small rural town because all the men are so territorial. Like, they're just like, there's so much like pent up energy and they're just like, who's who, right? Like, who's here? And then when you're a girl, yeah. you just get like smiled and waved at, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm like on the side yeah. of the road just walking. Everyone's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and then when it's a man, that's it's so like, funny. who's he? Why is he here? What is he? Is he a farmer? Is he a, what is he doing? <laughs> Right, right, right. That's so funny. It's good to be a woman. <laughs> and then in the city, like you're completely anonymous and your own landlord doesn't care if you live or die. It's like <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're just like I literally because we live in the same complex as our landlord and the landlord pretends like she doesn't know me and it's so crazy to me, which I sort of prefer <laughs> in many ways, but it is wonder... also a little funny where it's like she, like, avoids my eye contact and stuff. I wonder if that's, like, a boundary she had to learn. <laughs> you know, like, maybe she was, like, too nice in the past. And she was, like, to survive. She was, like, I'm going to start ignoring my tenants. I think I think so. <laughs> I think she was friends with her old tenant. And I don't know if that was pre or post the tenant moving in. But um, I did some oh snooping. God. And I think that that was their, their dynamic. So Okay. So our landlord, I have a trippy thing <laughs> i don't even think yeah, i told yeah. you this privately at all um but we have two neighbors right one is a single mother with like a five-year-old i can't tell how old kids are but i think she's five she's like i have no idea fully, how old co- <laughs> fully cognizant <laughs> she holds conversation <laughs> she's probably up to like almost my hip kind of my hip okay okay um but what's so <laughs> sweet is i they live like down the way and i never became like acquainted with them until I went to the beach and like wisdom followed me to the beach, the dog. And Mm -hmm. he was so good with the kids. And like, she happened to be there, the little girl and she became obsessed with wisdom. And I was like, Oh, I was like, he's always hanging out at my house. Like, you know, come over whenever. And then, so now I'm friends with them and they give us eggs every day, which is really cute. And then from their, okay, this is weird. They're vegan, (laughs) but they have chickens, which I think is just like a vibe, but they don't eat the eggs of the chickens, even though they're their own chickens. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, usually vegans, I feel like they're, like, against, like, buying, which I completely understand, like, buying packaged meat and eggs. Like, there's something very weird about that. But they don't eat their own eggs. So I just have this, like, egg dynamic now. And she'll just leave, like, a Tupperware. That's so funny. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're, like, pink and green and so many colors. But that's one neighbor. That's so cool. And then the other neighbor um, is, like, the landowner, basically, and we are renting from her son, who used to live where we're living, and then she has a house just, like, very down the way, very close um, that Mm. she lives in, and she's just his mother, and she went through chemo, and so she's always forgetting things, and he told us, he was like, don't be surprised if she comes over and thinks I still live there, and, like, whatever, and so we're all just really nice to her all the time. She's actually great, like, 
She's so, for her age, like, she's very old and, like, tiny, but she's, like, a little fairy. She kind of reminds me of your mom a little bit, like, a really, Uh like, skinny fairy lady (laughs) who's, like, youthful. She's so wonderful. I really love her. But I found out, but she always says, like, she'll forget something, right? Um, Mm -hmm. She'll always forget something, forget people's names, forget that we exist, all this stuff. And then she'll always be like, oh, it's just, it's just chemo brain. Like, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. But it turns out she's dying. And I found out this weekend. And nope, she doesn't know. And nobody tells her. (laughs) Yeah, she just, either she forgot or, like, everyone's just going along with the bit. But, like, she, like, she's, like, she's not getting better. And, like, she right now is, like, active and stuff. But, like, her brain is just deteriorating and that's just how it's going to be. So everyone's just, like, nice to her. But (laughs) the other day we got home and all of our dishes were done and our kitchen was clean. And it was kind of spooky, you know, because it was like, this is great, but like, who's here? Like, you know, and of course, like, (laughs) Jamie immediately thinks it's like some like feral, like farmer person, like who lives at our house when we're gone, (laughs) you know, because he thinks like everything (laughs) is territory. Um, That's so funny. But I'm like, and then there was a little evidence of a person. It was like a contact lens case. And I was like, okay, this is how I figure out the mystery is I'll go to her house and be like, hey, is this yours? Like, she's always forgetting stuff. And it was her, mm-hmm. and I didn't mention the dishes because I didn't want to freak her out. Um, but she had washed all the dishes, and, like, her son said that that makes sense and stuff. And it was, like, she came and washed all the dishes at our house thinking it was her son who hasn't lived here Aww. in, like, a year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that's my wow. landlord. <laughs> that's crazy. Just washing my dishes. Yeah, no, it's so sweet and, like sad it's like just to think of like the different dementia stories it's like there's the per- person who's yeah. like sweet and like washes the dishes and the people who are like evil and like who the fuck are you you know it's yeah, like absolutely. really trippy. but yeah I found that yeah. all this week like with the it's just been interesting just to be here and be like there's a child there's like it just right. feels like really like real <laughs> you know there's like a dying woman yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, the different, like, But also the thing, too, is, like, life. nobody is, like, 100%. And, like, speaking of our last episode is, like, everyone, of course, is, like, yeah, it's, you know, it's so hard to watch your mom. But it, everyone's, like, so – I don't know if it's because they're so naturey out here. But nobody's treating it like this heavy drama, you know? Everyone's just, like, we love her. We're going to be nice to her till the end, you know? But it isn't, like – I don't know. It's beautiful. Like, everyone has, like, a sense of – we called her, a de- like, dementia fairy, <laughs> like, her son <laughs> for, like, doing the dishes. and Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> but isn't it crazy? Like, I just – I don't have much to say other than, like, I, it's just a wild thing to observe. She has dementia or cancer or both? She has dementia short-term. Like, she says her long-term memories are good and just short-term. Like, she'll, like, just forget, like, everything. Like, she is always losing stuff, like – she lost her car keys for a couple days and it was like a search party of like us and like the little kid (laughs) and then it was just like in the laundry um and then her when I went up to give her the like eye contact things Mm -hmm. um on my way back I found her phone in the grass (laughs) and I was like oh your phone and she was like oh my god and I'm just like how are you you know wow I can't believe she's living alone yeah it is uh, she lives alone, but she definitely has help from, like, us surrounding. And then apparently she has, like, a boyfriend on the other side hmm. that everyone thinks is, like, sketchy. But mm. I also think it's cute that she has a boyfriend. I love when old people have boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I think it's ideal also to, like, if you're going to have memory loss, have short term with, like, still memories intact. Yeah, because she's lived here for so long that she can still, like, manage the property and, like, live her life because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, she remembers where the store is and all that. But it's just little things, like, where did I put my keys? And, like, is my son <laughs> – this house reminds me of my son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a mess. I am going to clean it, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Alzheimer's wild. and dementia was... freaks me out because it runs in my family. It mm. runs in Jamie's family, too. yeah. But there's a lot of things you can do nowadays to keep your mind, you know, intact or whatever. Sharp. Lion's mane. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Wordle. Kind of. That's what they say. <laughs> Wordle. <laughs> oh, my God. Does your family play Wordle? I feel like your family would play Wordle. I literally never heard of it until last week. <laughs> okay. I feel like your dad like, would play it. I think he would. He's more of a 
a gem guy. You know, like the game. What is it called? Where you like switch Crazy the gems crush? out. Candy Crush. It's kind of like Candy Crush, but it's like gemstones, and it's oh. like such an OG like old. <laughs> he does game. love gemstones. They have it on airplanes. Oh, bejeweled. Yeah. Bejeweled. That's funny. <laughs> he plays that like all day. And Sudoku. Like, right? We haven't. Um, he had a Sudoku phase, not anymore. Like he had yeah, such okay. a Sudoku phase that I actually bought him like a Sudoku book for. For like a birthday once <laughs> but no now he just i do remember that yeah my dad's like the og like i'm working and then like isn't you know like the person at the cafe yeah. is like work day and then you look at their computer and you're like oh you're playing yeah. bejeweled <laughs> okay <laughs> that's so funny that's the so original, funny <laughs> the original lounging influencer yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um wow. all right well good pod thanks for coming in, guys. some good stories <laughs> r.i.p uh, bejeweled um, Sudoku. I'm just looking at a gigantic cooler. R.I.P. Sudoku culture. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about coolers? Like, just big coolers. I think they're so ugly. <laughs> I They stress me out because it, they're hard to clean. I want to hear some funny manly thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, Jamie goes to work every day and he has, like, three coworkers. They're just men. <laughs> And they're all just manly men, but they're, like, BFFs. Mm -hmm. And, like, Jamie needed a cooler, a bigger one for, like, hunting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he just needed a bigger one and was, like, looking at them online. And they're just, like, so expensive. And he was, like, waiting and he was talking about it. And then his friend gave him, like, a really beautiful, like, big one, like, for free. And, like, I think he, like, didn't want to be gay about it, (laughs) you know, like, because they're so (laughs) big. He, like, gave it to him and was, like, yeah, I just don't want to clean it. No way. Like, meanwhile, he's giving him this, like, beautiful cooler. And he was like, yeah, I just, like, <laughs> but we were, but he was aware of that, too. And we were both laughing at, like, the way that men, like, dumb down, like, certain gestures sometimes, you know? Like, yeah, he's giving him this yeah. big, expensive cooler that, like, takes a weight off his back. It's, like, a sweet gesture. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I just, it's been, I just don't want to clean it. It's just, <laughs> That's so like, funny. thanks for taking it off my hands. It's like, no, you really could have sold it for, like, <laughs> three hundred dollars so funny he's like happy valentine's day bro i mean i mean um there's uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah on valentine's day exactly it was on that's valentine's like, day that's so happy funny. valentine's day bro i mean uh have fun cleaning I that mean, shit <laughs> yeah have fun uh with your girl tonight you know what i'm saying <laughs> not I'll that i think about you not same. that i think about you with her or whatever <laughs> or like that at all that is so funny. <laughs> His little hunting friend. Hunting buddy. Anyways, Good. I'm just staring at this cooler and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I've never fucked with coolers. Even like when I was a kid. <laughs> it was just like, it's like, bolt, like what? Why isn't the technology better <laughs> to keep well, things cool? Well, yeah. They're like condoms, you know. They're good enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a really good comparison yeah yeah um okay should we talk about what we're gonna talk about yeah um so i'd like to talk about jesus christ and welcoming him into your heart yeah which Um, is really important you know because in this day and age where everything is subscription based just right Jesus doesn't ask you to pay. <laughs> Jesus is a subscription, um, though, if you think about it. Religion's a subscription. Yeah, religion was the original subscription. You have to, especially like Catholicism, because you have to go to church every every week to get that wafer. Oh, yeah. To eat the cracker. Yeah. Ugh. Wasn't it's it like, I remember. Communion. It's the body um, of Christ. I remember yeah. watching them like. Like, when they were setting it up and it was just, like, a perforated sheet. <laughs> like, the cracker itself was just, like, a perforated yeah. sheet of, like, those crackers, yeah. which, like, aren't even, like... I bet if we, like, looked at the ingredients of, like, the communion crackers, it's, like, corn oil. Corn yeah, oil never looked and, at them. like, salt. They weren't even salty. I just think that they were so... I don't know. They were so processed. <laughs> I know. I, I love them so much, though personally i'm just like dying for you loved it i loved it i would go through the whole service and wait for that moment and then they and then also like i never got um i think it's called confirmed so like technically i wasn't allowed to have the wafer 
And so oh. it was like kind of transgressive that my mom told me that I could have it. So then sometimes I would just ask for a blessing and I would switch it up for fun. Like it was a whole thing. I had like mm-hmm. – because it's like the one part of the service where you get to walk around and it feels a bit like – it's it's definitely uh, – you know, it's like group ritual energy. I have a distinct, very distinct memory, early memory of one of the first times I like visited you in church around mm-hmm. Christmas – and mm-hmm. you gave me, like, it was, like, a plastic heart necklace. We were kids, baby, baby ass. Like, <laughs> like I we were, like, five. Like, it was, like, yeah. I think we were, like, new that friends. checks out. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, like, I guess, obviously my we parents We were, like, went, come like, to church, went. Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you gave me, yeah, it was a plastic heart necklace. And you could open the heart. And then inside you had put, like, golden tinsel. <laughs> and you gave it to That's me dope. and Bella. And it was just, like, a casual little gift. But it, like, was so epic to me. Like, I still remember it. And I remember, like, my mom not really getting why I loved it so much. And I was, like, it was one of the first moments where I was, like, my family doesn't understand magic and art. (laughs) You know? (laughs) That was definitely, like, one of the very first times. That's And I was, like, I just thought it was so cute. And, like, it was also interesting because it's, like, you could have put anything in there. And if you bought it, it would have had, like, candy in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, a little art project. It was so cute. I still remember it. I wish wish we knew where it was. <laughs> I know. It's so cool. Probably just was under the bed for many years until it cracked. I know. Um, until it like disintegrated. Really good. Really um, good memory. <laughs> okay, that's well, a welcome. good. See, that's a good. You're welcome for that. <laughs> leeway into heartbreak and hearts. Yes, um, hearts. So uh, James and I were going to talk about the Kanye thing and then he just apologized an hour ago. So if you're someone who doesn't follow things and then you listen to Breaking podcasts news. like ours to be like, oh, what happened? Kanye <laughs> has been. <laughs> Good luck, baby, because we're <laughs> not the ones. <laughs> I say that because I used to do that. Like I used to listen, like especially like, Harry's podcast. I was like, I don't pay attention to Twitter. I don't pay attention to what happens with pop stars, but like I'm down to know. And so I would right, use like right. Harry's old podcast. What was it called? Scrolling. Scrolling. To like get the information. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as your Kanye and Kimye source, well, he deleted all of his rant posts. Basically, Kanye's post-breakup, clearly Kim left him as she should have, you know. Right, right. A lot, clearly, straining. And then now she's with Pete Davidson. He hates Pete Davidson. Started calling him Skeet, you know, S-K-E-T-E. I had to to make Chris explain to me. I didn't didn't know what that meant. What is it? It's either mosquito or, like, cum. It's it's cum. (laughs) It's cum. Yeah. Really? But yeah, I thought like, like that would be E E T. <laughs> I was oh. hoping it was mosquito. I don't know. It's it's no matter what, it's not a flattering word. <laughs> yeah, it's not nice, whatever he's saying. So yeah. he was calling him skeet and um just every day was just like saying some shit in all caps. A lot and he, of people like broke with Kid Cuddy. That that was a big thing too, is he posted this whole thing being like, Kid Cuddy, you're not on Donda too. You're not my friend anymore because you were hanging out with Pete Davidson and you give you want your friends to have mm-hmm. your back and they give you a knife or something. And Kid Cuddy yeah. went on Twitter and he said, dude, like we already talked about me not being on Donda a month ago. Like you're just he said something like you're just using this and, you know, rewriting it. And that's not cool. And he also called Kanye a, a dinosaur, which I thought was a stupid dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in what context? Like he's old. I guess. Like he's ancient? Yeah. Is that what he was saying? I suppose. That's kind of I funny. Mean, it's kind of funny. Um, but <laughs> I thought that was really uncalled for. And it just it's the sort of thing where it's like and then and then Kanye brought up the Pete Davidson thing where Pete Davidson was sending uh I guess nudes of Ariana Grande to Mac Miller shortly before Mac Miller um I heard died about by that. suicide. And it's just sort of, like, I'm sure that that's something that Pete Davidson feels absolutely horrible about. And, like, it probably is a really dark thing. And it's just, like, it, it the things that Kanye was doing uh, just less than 48 hours ago, it was really wild to see. And really, I think kind of, I don't know how you felt about it, but it was sort of sad, I, I think, um, because it's, like, he has all these. Uh, he has all the resources in the world, but he still has has to go through this crazy, um, heartbreak, mental health 
moment, I guess, is sort of how I perceived yeah. it. Yeah. My um, first instinct was like he's doing what everyone wants to do after a breakup where they get the short end of the stick and like doesn't. Like most people, it's like yeah. you know they had a breakup because they post like infographics that range from like a quote about being betrayed to like <laughs> like an all out <laughs> attack on like someone being a narcissist, you know? Like they'll be like, how to know your partner was a narcissist, you know? Like they act like they're like in recovery yeah, from yeah. somebody. But it's like, and then behind closed doors, you're like seeing who's still hanging out with your ex and like you know, wishing everyone would be on your side and, like, hear your story, you know, like, and that's, mm-hmm. like, big reactive heartbreak, shitty brain, and, like, it's a terrible thing to feel, but I think we've all been there, even as a teen or something, and when I saw, like, Connie, is I was, like, obviously, he's too big and too famous and too old to be acting like this, but, like, is he not, like, outliving, like, every heartbroken person's fantasy right now? Yeah, <laughs> Just being, absolutely. like, fuck you, fuck you, and yeah. fuck you, and, like, yeah. this is me, <laughs> I know, I know. And he, I think he delivered, like, a truck full of flowers to Kim's house, which was pretty crazy. Okay, did you see the one where he posted her text where she was like, this is getting scary, like, people are going to hurt Pete. <laughs> and he posted it. No way. And everyone was like, yeah, and then she, yeah, and then he, like, just posted him being like, my wife is afraid people are going to hurt Pete, so don't hurt him. And then after that, no he posted way. her saying, like, why, she was like, oh, so we can't talk privately anymore. And then he posted in his caption, he was like, he was like, my favorite person in the world texted me. Of course I want to tell oh. the world. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that was like yesterday. That was like up for a few hours yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> but oh I was like, God. but I don't know how to explain like, I don't know. Because he has a sense of humor about it too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what that's, I think that's what makes it so... Um, polarizing because there are some people that are like why are we even why would anyone pay attention to this it's clearly someone having like you know being abusive or being having a mental health crisis and no one's like treating it as such but then there are people who are like Kanye don't stop like I love all caps like (laughs) you know don't like and it's I think it's the humor that makes it yeah it's like he's a little bit okay (laughs) or a word Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's I like just a form it of, like, like yeah. him controlling the narrative when he puts humor on it. Because if he wasn't... Yeah. Because I think one thing I will say is, like, when he was spiraling um, a couple of years... Was this a couple of years ago? I guess it was when um, he was running for president. There wasn't any humor. And that's why it was a lot more Not easy to all. be, like, this is a little scary. Freaks. Yeah. Yeah. We probably, like, no one should vote for him. He's unbalanced. You know, it was just very clear. It was very clear. And, and this yeah. is a different voice. And so it's sort of, yeah, it's more muddy, I would say. Yeah, like, he's aware that he's playing the character of, like, like a disgruntled, like, ex. Like, I think he's aware that he's being a fucking teenager. And you can tell in what he's writing, you know. Like, him being, like, my favorite person in the world texted me. Like, it's just, like, I'm, and it's, like, not, like, a good or acceptable thing, but it's, like... Absolutely not. That's so yeah. true. Whereas, like, yeah, the presidency... I feel like the presidency was, like, it felt... Now that I'm, like, in hindsight, I feel like it was him and Kim were starting to break up already, and she was always attracted yeah. to, like, his ability to, like, be right, essentially, and, like, manifest yeah. so well. And I think the presidency felt, like his like last ditch effort to be like I can be president and like I can do anything and like this is what Kim loved me for was the fact that I could just like dominate every industry and like make things happen and like obviously that wasn't the way to do it totally um absolutely I mean and I think the saddest thing about it is the fact that he posted like north and Chicago was it north and saint yesterday I was just like that that is when for me yeah, it turned yeah, the corner yeah, from being funny into being like okay you don't have any boundaries and like this is actually like because that y- y- you know any sane person would not have posted that video yeah yeah like involving the kids yeah that's when it goes too yeah. far I just think like for me I'm like I think his mental health is bad in the sense that like he doesn't practice, like, basic, like, non-reactive practices, you know? Mm-hmm. But whenever I see the stuff he does like this, I'm like, you're just doing what you want to do without thinking about it. But I don't know if it's from some, like, dark, crazy, like, you know, un uh, like, 
You know, it's like when people say like he's so like I think when people say that his mental health is so terrible and what he's doing is so terrible, it's like it separates them from him, you know? Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, I bet everyone out there has had a moment like even Azalea Banks, like Azalea Banks was like hating on him and saying he's being abused. I'm like, Azalea Banks gets on her story every day and acts like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like and what I mean, like like just yell, like just like having an emotion and just like sharing it fully. And even though that emotion's gonna pass for you and you know that, like that's how I feel about what he's saying, is like even with the humor, it's like he knows he's just being wild and he's just expressing himself into him. It's fine, you know? Right. Like it's right. gonna pass. And same with Azale Banks, like she goes off on people like every day and like whatever, but she's like so used to that condition that you know, she's just fine. And everyone always says that her mental health is messed up or whatever. But it's like, I don't know, it's just like people who enjoy <laughs> expressing those things that most of us don't because we know that it feels bad after, or like regretful after. Or people will think there's something wrong with us, you know? Yeah. I mean, if, if anything, like, I, I agree with you, but I almost like, isn't that at its core, like, mental health. like it's it's not good yeah I'm not saying it's good or like acceptable but not, I just it's not funny I'm not it's not I'm not laughing because it's funny everything's I'm funny James so <laughs> sad but like okay but you know what I mean like isn't that at its core mental illness is like when you go one step further than everyone else over and over and over again like yeah that's definitely part of it and and don't perceive yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and don't perceive like it's problem. definitely a spectrum and obviously yeah. like a heartbreak can make you so mentally and emotionally like deteriorated that you act in a way that you think you never would you know but he's just been ramped up forever yeah it's also like a funny thing when I see in Kanye's like just like somebody who got so attached to who they are when they're being so blatantly themselves that they haven't like Mm -hmm. taken care of the parts that aren't good you know what I mean like it's so good to be blatantly yourself mm-hmm. and know how you feel and, like, feel all your feelings and say what you feel. But at a certain point, you have to be like, well, some of those things aren't helpful whatsoever, you know? <laughs> but he seems mm-hmm. so addicted to yeah, that. that's actually an incredible point. Well, yeah, he's addicted to his, yeah. like, ramped up moments. And I understand that because some of my best, like, times and, like, I think the best insights I get are when I get really, like, hyped up. And then I just have to make sure that the hyped mm-hmm. up moments aren't like angry or like they don't happen, you know, in situations like this or like, you know, but it's like to yeah. be so addicted. Yeah. Like, I just think he's so addicted to that because it's given him so much, you know, it's like the ramped up moments that have given Absolutely. him this Kim rant and this like terrible display. Right. It's like are also what gave him everything, you know. So, yeah. And I think there's also like it's it's actually really good example of how self-acceptance is great but then there's also Mm self-examination and just like self-observation that has to balance it out and I think he's so comfortable being himself like you Mm -hmm. said that there's nothing else like that's but that's just not how things work in like a society yeah totally um but yeah that's a great that's a great point yeah he Um, loves his energy so nuts yeah, and I feel bad for And then like also <laughs> also what? Did you see that Julia Fox and him broke up? Oh, they broke up. Yeah, it was funny because it felt like that relationship was him being like, "Okay, Kim, you're going to get like a like a hot kind of like they're kind of the same type, like Pete Davidson and Julia Fox where they're like yes. hot, like a lot of people like them. They have this like niche fame. They're both a little New bit Yorker like energy. they look like they could be like addicted to drugs or you know what I mean, but like <laughs> They are still, yeah. but they're it's not all edgy. There's an edginess. Edge, that's the right word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of saying they look like they're on drugs. Yeah. Edgy is the right way to say that. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're both like edgy, younger New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very, like, very funny. It's super funny. And I just felt like he got her and was like, okay, you want to play the game? Like, I can play it too. I think Julia Fox is like right. very hot. Because her body is, like, real. I don't understand her at all. It's so funny. Well, you remember her in Uncut Gems, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember her well. I think I understand her because she's so, like, I know. I feel like I know her. Like, I knew I went to school with people like her. Like, she's just such a, like, an archetype, you know, of, like, the girl who's, like, a bad girl and she's, like, hot and, like, does drugs early and, like, yeah, naturally yeah, has, true. like, ass and titties. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, uh, I get, like... Yes, yeah, she's beautiful, but she's also 
that I just I don't I guess I just don't understand her archetype because I didn't spend a lot of time around those people. Like my high school is very like literally just art people being genuine all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, so I, I look at her people. and I'm like, oh, you're that type of person that I never interacted with because af- like I avoided you in middle school and then I was out. Like, mm-hmm. so that I think that's what she reminds she was, me of. Yeah. The popular, my, like, popular group in high school, like, there was multiple because the school was so big, mm-hmm. but the really, like, the big popular group was, like, the edgy, like, or, like, chain-smoking Julia yeah. Fox types. Yeah. Incredible and name, Julia Fox. they would Julia just Fox, dress like incredible her. Name. Yeah. Name. I don't know. I, I, I want to see more of her. I want her to, like, act more. I know. I want she was in Uncut Gems. Yeah. But she's just such a trope, like, you know, like, I fuck with her, but... Yeah, it definitely I'm, felt like a temporary I'm very down thing. with her. I just, like, I just sort of want to understand her more. Yeah, she I even tried to listen to her podcast, and I, I just couldn't <laughs> latch into it because I was, like, I know that I if I met you in person, I would be able to, like, interface, but, like, because you're just a floating <laughs> voice in the ether, I was just, like, I can't. But you know, you know who she does the her. podcast with, right? Yeah, I saw it's someone who grew up around us. It was like they were friends with the skater group. Yeah, she grew up with like, or she was always around with um, the skater boys. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I remember she was one of the first people that was Tumblr famous. Exactly. Exactly. Um, She's been going. She's she's really built her. I think she went to my high school. Like she was just one of those. She she was one of the first people where I was like, oh, she went to school with my sister and now she's like famous. You know, she's one of the first people where I was like, whoa, like a locally famous influencer. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. Um, and it is, yeah, they're both, both Nikki and uh, Julia are both naturally beautiful and seem like they've stayed with the original look. Um, yeah, and, like, Nikki's, like, Iranian probably, right? Which is such um, a classic. Yeah. Like, she was such a classic. Like, she was one of, like, the, probably, like, the Iranian kids that, like, rebelled, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Which is always great to see. Yeah. Because you guys, if you grew up in LA, there's just <laughs> there's a lot of Iranian just, people. You know, Westwood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all in Westwood and they always I was always so tight with the Iranians. I think it's because I look like them in some ways. And yeah. I've actually had Iranian moms try to set me up with their sons and stuff. Um, but I was always so fucking tight with the Iranian kids. I love them. They're always funny. What was so funny was they're always like so funny, so appreciative of art, but their parents were always forcing them to you know, be like doctors and lawyers. Yeah. Um, and get married. Like a lot of the kids I knew were married now already and have like these really traditional like family lives. And then every Friday they get together for is it Shabbat? Right, right. right. Is that what it's called? And it was yeah. just these super family oriented, um just or a family oriented culture. Sabbath. Yeah. I don't know. Um <laughs> I love the word Shabbat. <laughs> I mean, I'll just Google it. But yeah, and I just remember there was, and then there was a few kids that would sort of stray and be more like artistic and like go on like a different road. And she was one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Shabbat, seventh day of the week. Oh, um, Jewish day of rest. Oh, it's the same thing as Sabbath. It's just Shabbat is in a different language. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I love when we're both right. Um, <laughs> Shabbat is observed from a few minutes before sunset on Friday evening until the appearance of three stars in the sky on Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's cute. It is. I cool. love. I like. I like it a lot. I love Iranian culture and Jewish culture. Also, our whole the whole fucking block and neighborhood you and I grew up on was owned by Iranians. Like my apartment oh, yeah. still. Yeah. That my dad like. Still, and then we have the kosher market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it was like that. Like it just, and it would be funny too because you'd have these businesses that would kind of circulate but they had the same owners uh-huh. you know so they would be like yeah. oh it's like the iranian 99 cent store oh now it's like an iranian like uh like non-place now it's oh an iranian God, yes. ice cream yes. store now yes. it's a yogurt place <laughs> you yes. know but it was always like in like iranian font <laughs> yeah i love that i love one time i was like when i came back from uh when i was here when i was in hawaii for I don't know, what was it, like, six, seven months? And then when I came home to L.A., I was like, wow, I really miss the fucking diversity so much. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just, like, the not even, like, diversity feels like the wrong word. Just, like, the international 
everything. It's like you get to the airport and like everybody's there and it's not even a question, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's not, it isn't like, oh, there's like this group and this, it's like, we're all together always. And like, we can eat all of each other's food and like, it's just like so great. And I said that to my mom, I was like, I, for some reason never even like, and my mom was like, yeah, that's why we're here. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I never even thought about that because I was so used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. See what you did there. I have to go to the bathroom really quickly, but we... Okay, I will do that as well. Back from bathroom break. Um, okay, let's like, I guess let's circle back to Kanye. We, we can't get stuck right. on Shabbat. <laughs> as much as we'd like to. But I will say, I just love... I don't know, I just love... It's just that when you grow up, you know, with, like, foreigner parents, it's, like, any other foreign culture you just, like, attach to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, there's this... There's this... Uh, I don't know. It's just beautiful. I'm just happy. Love Shabbat. Um, I'm sure it's like an affi- an affinity of like, oh, you're different too. Like, this yeah, is- it's like unsaid, and it's just like there's a humor. I don't know. I just really love that about yeah. Los Angeles. Um, okay, so this just in one hour ago, <laughs> Kanye posted a gorgeous <laughs> photo, um, giving uh, kind of giving a 2013 Tumblr like you know those like firecrackers that people would like yes. throw and they'd make, but in his own way. Foggy. Looks yeah. like he just looks like, you know, beautiful, beautiful. The things we love about Kanye. It's such a good picture to post with an apology because it reminds us why we like I him, know. you know? Like, it's not just... It's clearly, like, him in a stadium on, like, a beautiful, you know, handcrafted stage for yeah. for his for specific show. It's, like, really beautiful, Wearing, yeah. like, rain boots somehow fashionably. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, and then he writes, I've learned that using all caps makes people feel like I'm screaming at them. I'm working on my communication. I can benefit from a team of creative professionals, organizers, mobilizers, and community leaders. Thank everybody for supporting me. I know sharing screenshots was jarring and came off as harassing Kim. I take accountability. I'm still learning in real time. I don't have all the answers. To be a good leader is to be a good listener. Um, Which is funny because I think that there's a quote by Kanye about how being a good leader is like not getting any input. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Which in some ways I agreed with just because I think if a vision is really clear, then too much deliberation could get in the way, you know? But like in other Mm -hmm. places, that's really not true. Like it's kind of just, it's not like an all-reaching thing. I do want to find the quote though. It was like... I know what you're talking about. I'm going to say Connie leadership quote. I'm sure it'll come. Of course, it's all like rap lyrics because they leaders and they followers. (laughs) Let's see. I think that also is such a true thing, harkening back to what you were talking about, where he's like accepted himself so much that he thinks everything he's doing is is right and just like, it's Kanye. We love Kanye. Mm -hmm. But you know, acting as if, like, dealing with a divorce is the same as building a empire, like, an artistic empire. It's so, they're so different. Mm-hmm. But I think that statement really, in contrast with the statement that you're looking for, is really apt. Mm. <laughs> a quote by Connie. Sometimes people write novels and they just be so wordy and so self-absorbed. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, like... Put that text like over a photo of him. Um, so funny. Yeah, I can't really find a quote, but um, yeah. So he said his apology, which sounds like it was maybe written by somebody else, and that's fine. It does <laughs> seem like a team yeah, of people it's... created it. Yeah. Yeah. Then of course, um, like the drama is that he's been like seized. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do wonder what the process was of him sort of coming down off that moment, but that's something we'll never know. Well, it's probably like any moment, right? It's like in the moment you're like trying to get what you want and trying to get the narrative you want and just being like crazy. And then you settle down and you realize it's not helping and it's making it worse and that your ultimate goal to get the person back or to at least have a good relationship with them is much worse now, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. I've definitely been there before with, like, heartbreaks or, like, any kind of, like, sort of obsessive moment in my, more of my youth. Like, I've got, I think that was a big reason that I got into 
like detachment and like examining reactivity because I would get so triggered by romantic stuff, especially, you know, absolutely. And I think you put yourself in that, you get into this state of mind where you're like, I just want what I want like so bad. And then you do all these things to try and get it. And you're almost like addicted to like that process. And then like the dust settles and you're like, okay, I'm so far from what I wanted because I entertained my like ego's need for like little steps of power. It's like, it's like the person who like wants Mm -hmm. to get back with their ex and like text them something really long and then they get like a little reply and then that like feeds their like addiction um and they like keep doing it and then it just gets then it's just like but that didn't do anything and like at all and sometimes disappearing is what works and you know it's just like it's not strategic (laughs) right 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 have you ever experienced that like on your end or from like an ex acting like Kanye like have you ever been Kanye has someone ever been Kanye to you (laughs) um I'm trying to think about that I don't think so really at all I mean I think I've had some moments of wanting to be like more um, like more aggressive or texting way more. But I think when I am in a breakup situation, I just immediately shut down and I'm like, okay, great. Then that's the end of our time in life together. Mm-hmm. And any urge to uh, undo that is wrong. <laughs> like I have such a black and white idea of, um of that mm-hmm. and I think maybe once or twice I've had a couple exes do something sort of close but nothing to that degree and mostly uh in a way that felt like uh, I don't know how to explain it like it was it was anything that happened was so much after the moment of the breakup that it just felt like way less intense mm-hmm. Because I think part of it is when you're really in the heat of things, every you're experiencing heartbreak and then you're like lashing out or in the feedback loop of lashing out or receiving the mm-hmm. texts or whatever. But then if, if time passes and someone does something funky, it's like, oh, well, we've processed this, right? Like, mm-hmm. or at least that's how I feel. Also, I'm thinking of this with like a memory of one of your exes also and just stuff I've been through is like, it feels like too, like when you're heartbroken it's like two heartbreak phases happen. It's like the initial heartbreak, like, oh, they're gone. And then they're like, oh, they're with someone else. And it just like feels like Kanye had his like presidency like breakdown <laughs> while they were breaking up. And now he's having one now that she's like actually with Pete. And it's like proving to not just be like mm-hmm. a fling or like a post SNL hookup. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. hanging. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really, that is definitely Because I remember what, you know who I'm talking about. One of your exes was like, sad for a second then he like disappeared and he saw you're with someone that you were happy with and he was like yeah 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 yeah. absolutely he was like can i have cheeseburger (laughs) it all ended totally yeah there are there's definitely two phases and if you're not sort of over someone entirely you there's no way to be happy for them Mm -hmm. um when they get into that second phase of finding like i i desperately want my exes to find someone because totally um I think it just makes everything better but but yeah it, it can be such a weird process too also it feels like, like you're um, yeah. sending someone off to kindergarten where it's like mm-hmm. oh you're gonna meet a lot of new people now and I guess I I might not know you the same as I did when you're in my womb yeah and also like <laughs> sometimes know. like okay seeing someone with your ex can be painful but sometimes it can be helpful and like not encouraging anyone to like look at their exes if they're not but like I had an experience where like one of my like biggest exes is like got someone new and like I just saw them doing stuff that I like wasn't that into you know yeah like hanging out like in parks and like playing catch and I was like I never wanted to do that shit right right and like you know and like just and I saw that and I was like yeah I I wasn't right for him you know Mm -hmm. like I'm glad he has this person that seems like so happy to just kind of do these like things that I just wasn't into yeah (laughs) exactly so sometimes the x is good but I think knowing that that's a possibility changes it like if you go into looking at your ex with the perception of like all right like they're better off without me you know Mm -hmm. then it's like you get a different story it's not like oh my god they're happy they're like oh she's happy with the stuff I wasn't happy with you know oh yeah 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 it's kind of cool yeah but yeah I, I like that I like being um I like the truth. 
It's just nice to be able to. I like the truth. You know, when you can actually like realize that someone's incompatible with you, and then you both. I, it's just like I don't know. It's it's so hard though. I the process is so hard. And I feel we have to get over all the ego stuff, yeah. like all the bruising to your like I'm not good enough. I wasn't cool enough. Yeah, you know, I wasn't like you know, that's all that stuff. And then you finally get to the truth of it, which is like, well, not really. Like we weren't that great. What am I fighting for? You know, right? And that's what Con- I mean. Kanye is probably having the hardest time because he already has such a huge ego and like a huge self image and like. What's interesting about him is, like, it got him so far, but it's, like, the wise thing to do would have been, like, okay, that was my tool for half my career, Uh you know, and I need a new one, which would be, like, detachment. (laughs) Absolutely. But his ego is already so big, so it's, like, he got dumped by one of the most famous and, I guess, like, beautiful by, like, AI standard women. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Beautiful in that she defined Um, a beauty beauty for a generation, so. (laughs) yeah. That's what's so interesting about Kim is, like, I think everyone would agree, like, she's just beautiful in the way that, like, you would look up the definition in a in a dictionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, like, we don't actually, when I think of beautiful, she doesn't come to, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because her image like, she's is... she's not in nature. Right, it's manufactured, so it does feel very, yeah. like, oh, that's a beautiful, beautiful sculpture. Totally, totally, yeah, yeah and it's, like, it's it's very interesting, but... Yeah, of course he's having such a hard time. So it's like we're watching basically, which is what makes it terrible, is it's not as much him dying for his family back as much as him dying for the validation of that family. Yeah, and I think it's also, I feel like a lot of people who reach that level of fame or success turn to a form of religion or spirituality or some sort of practice. And that we saw Kanye do that, but then the interesting thing that he did was it somehow empowered him because he saw himself as like a, I don't know like a warrior of God in, in a way that empowered him rather than made him uh, get, give him perspective is sort of what it seems like mm-hmm. yeah he should have been getting calm and perspective and peace and yeah what not um, yeah I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. You said, like, when uh, celebrities turn to religion is, like, remember when Lindsay Lohan started doing Kabbalah mm-hmm. and it was, like, all over? Yeah. I don't know why that was such big news. Yeah. And it was, like, all these celebs were, like, had these, like, red <laughs> strings around their wrists. Madonna was one of the OG Kabbalah yeah. um, celebs, I feel. Um, yeah. Kabbalah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Where Where are they now? Um, Kabbalah. Oh, that's a good question. Kabbalah. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> that's esoteric. Oh, it's oh, it's uh, Jewish mysticism. Right. The ancient Jewish tradition of mystical interpretation of the Bible. Interesting. First transmitted orally and using esoteric methods. It reached the height of its influence in the later Middle Ages, and remains significant in Hasidism. What do Kabbalah people believe? <laughs> Kabbalah people, Kabbalah followers. <laughs> um, interesting. Are there any religions that interest you? <laughs> uh, religions that interest me. I think they're all interesting. I would love to become more of like a religious scholar later in life but Mm -hmm. um i but at the same time they're all the same and so i think the interesting thing is they're they're little quirks um and but i mean the only one that really like gets me going is is buddhism but um Mm -hmm. but i can't say like i know that much about many religions except for catholicism and buddhism um, even Catholicism, I was I was not the best Catholic. My mom would be like, "You're not a sinner. Don't say that part." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when we would have to say things in church. Over <laughs> specifics. Anyways, Kabbalah seems yeah. like you can't just like Google it. It's like really intense. There's like oh, the that's probably of part of it is this, the have. mystery. The mystery. Yeah, they keep it. Co- yeah, you can't just like Google it and be like, "So what do they believe?" There's no like 
list. There's just like a bunch of like geometric graphs that yeah. are like the 32 key to your inner power. It kind of looks like human design. Hmm. Because it's like they, but you know what's interesting? What I find so great about it is like when different religions from completely different places kind of like agree on something. And mm-hmm. it seems very sh- similar to chakras, the way that they map out the body. Or it That's is chakras. I'm not sure. So chakras are real, everybody. Just because everyone says it. <laughs> everyone agrees. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. I could do Kabbalah research later. <laughs> um, I'll get back to you guys. What else? So if anyone's heartbroken, I do have a heartbreak guide. Actually, that's fun. I'm going to have a whole heartbreak uh, guide, how to heal heartbreak section in my book, which I'm excited about. It was originally like a... yeah a guide on instagram and then i extended it like more words more explanations um that'll be cool but yeah if you're heartbroken just remember you're freaking out of whack you're all fucked up (laughs) take go to sleep just be chill sleep more uh just don't talk (laughs) don't pull a kanye Mm -hmm. because how kanye's acting we all have that in us i don't care what you say yeah you know someone breaks your heart you know, you're just ready to wipe out Kid Cudi <laughs> at all costs. Like, it just feels <laughs> rational in the moment. You're like, this is going to solve yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to give me everything. Um, any final words? Um, I'm sorry. I was low energy today, people. I was... Uh, she had a tummy. Had a bad... She had a stomach. Had a bad tummy. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually currently on my side on the floor. Oh, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> so we... Does that do we, stuff? I, I, I just felt like it would be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fetal position here. vibes? Just like straight line vibes. Mm-hmm. Like You love hard surfaces. Nice. I love hard Remember when I got that so bed much. and it was too hard and I cried and then you loved it? And I took and it. We switched yeah, mattresses it was and everything was okay. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. I was like, please give me the board. Yeah, and I was I like... I want to lie on a wooden board. I had that mattress of yours for a long time. It was really good. Yeah. I had yours for a while, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we actually got a new mattress, Chris and I, and he was, like, very concerned about making it firm enough for me. And then when it arrived, it absolutely was not as firm as I would have, like, selected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chris was like, it's okay, we can return it, we can return it. And I was like, it's absolutely fine. And we're keeping the mattress. And then I just kept saying over and over, like, I love it so much. And we're keeping the mattress. And now I'm totally fine with it. But I just didn't want to go through the trouble of returning an entire mattress. Like, it just seemed crazy. I know. So I trained so my body <laughs> with, like, mattress mantras. Yeah, that's kind of what it um, <laughs> I love the yeah. mattress. I love the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I should sign off and drink what some What do you use uh, and go to bed? Lights. Yeah. Well, actually, we yeah, the craziest thing of all is we have to go to London tomorrow on, like, a 7 a.m. flight. And so I have to pack oh, wow. up this entire hotel room. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Are you going to so miss So I'm going to rest for a minute. I'm going to miss well, it. Well, we're coming back. We're coming back. Oh, okay. We're coming back. Yeah. It's a, whole, it's a whole thing. I love yeah. your um, Spying on People's Outfits Cafe series. I think you should double down on that. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like after I announced it, everyone stopped coming that was cool it was really weird okay um, that's kind of a I'm... vibe <laughs> yeah like i feel yeah. like if i like am excited about something and share it then it like has it like hits like a a wall for a second and then it comes back but i'm like the yeah. power of secrecy man gatekeep those outfits Absolutely. but really great series Absolutely. it made me feel like i was there i know i'll <clears throat> see what i can do see what i can cook up for you <laughs> um <laughs> All right, well, love you, James. Love you, listeners. Love you, too. If we had to, like, make up a name, would it be, like, illusionists? Illusionists? Illusioners? Illusives. What if they're just illusions also? We're all illusions. (laughs) I think that's the coolest. (laughs) Sounds the best. Yeah. Illusionists sounds, like, totally made up. The illusions. I have a Yu-Gi-Oh card that's called Illusionist Faceless Maj. (laughs) Whoa. So it is nerdy. Yeah, very nerdy. <laughs> He's an illusionist. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Okay, thank you for listening. Right. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep going. Get your digestives in order. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.